The NBA is back, Doc. It is the best time of the year. We got basketball. We got football. We got baseball playoffs. We got hockey starting. We got everything. Man, this is the time to be a sports fan. The healing for us all. NBA basketball. Doc, how do you feel, my guy? It's been too long. I miss seeing your beautiful face. How are you going to mention like all these sports and leave out the most popular sport in the world, which is football or is known in the U S soccer. How are you going to, Oh my God. I'm not even going to mention Messi, Ronaldo, like all the, all this man, like, I feel, I don't know soccer, but I feel like they play year round. Aren't they always playing? Do they ever get a break? We got got to appeal to the international fans on this podcast too, man. It can't just be the Americans. We got to appeal to the wider audience. That's true. I mean, Korean, Korean juggling, man, that is a very intense sport. Mm, yeah i've lost a lot of i've lost a lot of money on that sport (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah you and me both (laughs) before we start i had to give a huge shout out to candace parker and the chicago sky what a job getting the wnba championship first in franchise history that's awesome respect to them they killed it they did awesome I don't know if you were able to get check out some of those games, but they were great. I feel bad for Diana, Diana Taurasi. She, I heard she broke a door, broke a window, broke something. I mean, she was pissed, but um, just a great effort by Chicago. Chicago's a good team, and you got to be happy for the city. Yeah. I mean, listen, kind of like a LeBron story, right? She went home, and she accomplished her, what her mission was, and she won a championship for the city of Chicago. First time, first person since Jordan. So, wow. Do they, do they yeah. play in the United Center? I don't think they do. Oh, okay. I, 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 say, caught a, I, I caught a part of the game yesterday, the ending of it, and it didn't look like the United Center. So. They might have to say the house that Candace Bolt built as uh, the new Chicago. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, man, dude. NBA season tomorrow. We got, we got some, we got Lakers, Warriors, Nets, Bucks, right? Man, we got, we got. This is like the dream opening day matchups. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, no Kyrie. Right. We don't need to get into that too much. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess just really quick, do you think he's going to play at all this season? Did he show up to practice today, or was that just, like, fake rumors going around the internet? He's not allowed to. Yeah, okay. I I, think, I didn't know. Like, there's, like, Ben Simmons playing, like, 2% effort in practice. I don't know, man. I think if anyone Kyrie's the guy to just wait the season out, and then next season I there agree. probably won't be as in, intense vaccine rules, and he can just play. Like, I feel like he'll be fine next year. But I think he's totally fine just keep taking a stand um like we know the money if if anybody doesn't care about the money it's definitely Kyrie Irving yeah I agree if anyone was going to do it it's him yeah and when you when you say take a stand I his reasoning doesn't make sense and we don't need to go into it too much but (laughs) I'll just say like his whole thing is like he's against he's not he's not he's saying he's not anti-vax but he's anti like mandate right that's been his whole thing but at the same time there's been like three months four months five months before a mandate came in and he never took it at that point so that's i think we can he's, he's pretty much you know we know what he is we know where that's a good start. that's funny i like that but um i forgot what i was gonna say but yeah man it's it's wild what's happened and i mean whatever i mean you gotta do what you gotta do Kyrie. but i, I just hate when people blame the nba for it. like the nba is not putting that rule on it it's it's the, city. the government yeah it's the yeah. government like i don't get why people are like oh the nba is forcing him to get vaccinated they're not the NBA, is, NBA has no say in that. Like, they have to follow yeah. the government rules. So, no, like, the NBA is not the, rigged, if anything, rigged NBA against is being the lenient. Right. Yeah, if anything, yeah. the NBA is being, where they're not forcing all markets. Like, Bradley Beal is allowed to play, you know? Yeah, I don't get the, forcing. why is Bradley Beal allowed to play in New York? Because the New York City thing is, like, for, 
I guess it's like residence or whatever. So if you're like visiting or something, it doesn't make sense to me at all. That literally makes because visitors or that's like more chance of COVID spread. Yeah, I it, it doesn't make sense to me at all. So <laughs> whatever. I mean, maybe that's... this will. I mean, we haven't seen it yet, right? So like once the season starts, maybe the government will be like, yeah, no, actually, Beal can't play. But we'll see. Well, we can get into the actual like season and previews because I know we're uh, we got a lot to talk about. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. I guess, Sweet. I guess I mean we hit on one of the big offseason topics. Should we just hit on the other now? I know this will probably go into it. Ben Simmons. Oh, I um, thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna talk about um, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter's chemistry in Houston. Man, I thought that was that's like, the, the third big thing. biggest offseason story. <laughs> I'm talking about the second. That's a close third. Isn't and it? If any, if 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 anything, it's Jalen Green and Christian Wood, man. Oh wow, they got a nice big three for me. I like it. I mean, Kevin Porter's probably out of the league again in like one year and like probably one month before he does something crazy. But uh, I mean, I, I I'm happy for the kid. I'm I'm happy he's happy. I'm rooting for the best for him. But yeah, man, Ben Simmons talking about not rooting for the best for somebody. <laughs> that's Ben Simmons for me because man, I you know me. I was a huge Ben Simmons fan. I I oh, backed yeah. this guy. We have way so many more than... beat Ben Simmons debates. The only person that the only people that backed Ben Simmons as much as me was were actual 76ers fans. Like I give this guy the biggest leash. And what are they doing? Like, bro, I mean, we know you came back for the money. He's gonna pretend that he's like has COVID or he's gonna go make out with some girl that has COVID just so he doesn't have to play. Like he's gonna do something well to not play and just so he can get his money. And it's just Philly, just trade him. Like you're not gonna get even even next year, you're not gonna get equal value. He hasn't worked on his jump shot because he's too busy playing Warzone and trying to take a stand. So you're not gonna up his trade value even if he does play. Everyone knows who Ben Simmons is. So what's the what are they waiting for? Just trade him for the value that's out there right now. Like teams are interested. It's not like no one's asking about the price on Ben Simmons. I don't know. What do you think? I just like talking about Ben on this podcast because then it just lets me uh, revisit our old conversations conversations and just really bask in in how right I was. <laughs> I took a lot of flack on this podcast for being pro Embiid. And listen, man, it's just, it's nice to be right, especially <laughs> now. It just, Ben is always coming up every day and every day. Just hey. another reminder of how, you know. How hey, at least I'm the one on the podcast that fully admits when I'm very incorrect about the situation. I've never been incorrect, man. So oh, 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 there it but, is. There's but, all the proof you need, folks. But but I will say the video of him today where, you know, I mean, it's one thing to say away, but it's one thing when you're actually there and for there to be like a team huddle and you just look <laughs> the outside of it and just like not even take out one foot in to put your arm out. Like that, <laughs> that, that says, because it's one thing if he's like mad at the front office, right? Or mad at the fans. But when you're just not even going to like talk to your teammates, who really have, I mean, really for all, I mean, I thought the teammates there, his teammates have been good. Like they've been supportive throughout. They right. never put blame on him. Maybe Doc put a little blame, but like, I'm talking about the teammates here. They never put blame on him for the playoffs. So like, right. for you just like act like that around the teammates and like, I don't know. I'm that, that really was. Yeah. It's messed up. I, think I don't know key, like, what's, yeah. what's wrong with him. I mean, like, aren't you a basketball player? Just ball, like ball. And then worry about the career. Like afterwards, you don't have to play just, you're getting paid to do that just do it like do it to your full potential because you're a baller like you're one of the most talented players on the face of the earth just play yeah like what are you doing he, like and if he came back to philly like with a good or an improved drum shot and was just balling out philly fans would be all over him it would right. be hard to yeah. win him over you just put in the work and you know he should have spent eight hours a day every day this summer just shooting and we probably did I, I bet he didn't even i bet he has not improved his jump shot he at did. all. did no but he did 
You said Warzone, right? <laughs> Shooting. <laughs> that is one of the greatest jokes. That is the most man. That is really good. Wow, you need to, you need to, you need to tweet that. That is gold, man. That is gold. Dude, I'm telling you, anything Ben Simmons, bro. I'm just good. Like I just I'm writing that down so I can be on like off. someone's future stand-up routine in Philly, man. That is good stuff, off, man. Like, yeah. All Everyone, right, well, wow. Let's get- Let's get to let's get to the teams and players that actually we think will be playing this year and actually right. want to play and want to, there you go for sure yeah so I mean I mean I guess let's do you want to do awards first or do you want to go like predictions on how the season's gonna go we'll go awards okay okay let's let, let's start it off with the easy one MVP do you have a favorite do you have someone you're picking and how about this how about we just say what we're predicting and then we can use that as our bets for the year. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll hold off for now. Okay. Yeah, we okay. can we can use this as a framework and we can go from there. Okay. Okay. Cool. I think I think MVP. You know, I I was really thinking. I know I think Luca's favorite again this year, and I think he was also last year. I was really looking at Embiid just because obviously with Ben not being there, he would take he would have a great opportunity, right? But the thing about Embiid is the missed games, and I feel like you can also almost pencil him in for like 15, 20 games missed. Yeah. It's hard to overcome that, right? Like it's yeah. the fifth of the season. That's why I'm really scared about picking Embiid. And, like, LeBron's obviously high up there, but, like, with Westbrook, he's going to take a lot of usage away. So, it's just, it was it was really hard for me. Giannis was there, obviously. Curry, I don't know how, like, if Golden State or, like, Lillard, I don't know if those teams will be, like, high enough in the standings for me to really, you know, seriously consider him. So, my, actually, my final two actually came down to James Harden. I know Katie's way up on, you know, above him on the ranks, but I was just thinking James Harden because he's the one, he's a facilitator. He's going to put up monster numbers. And also throughout his career, he's been very healthy outside of last year. And then Katie's and no probably going to miss games. And that's the reason why no Kyrie. He's going to have insane numbers. And then Jokic. I think without Jamal Murray there, his stats will be insane too. But I'm yeah. going to go, I'm going to roll with Jokic for the back-to-back. Again, back-to-back. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah, I agree. I was if if everyone was playing eighty two games, I would have Joel Embiid as my MVP. It's tough. I think I would still lean towards choosing him just because last year he had that he was yep. pretty healthy, other than that one injury that put him out for like I forgot it was like a month or something, and that screwed him out of the MVP race. But other than that, he was pretty healthy. But he gets that every year. Yeah, that's the that's <laughs> the tough thing. That's a month. Yeah, that's the tough thing. That's the tough thing. And especially with no Ben, there's more pressure on him to kind of be the guy every time. But it, which helps him and right MVP but it also yeah. helps him get hurt, Give and hurt take. more yep. um and yeah last year i picked luca i was very confident it was gonna be luca but man the mavericks just Me weren't too. as successful as i thought and i think they didn't really improve much this offseason they kind of were running it back with jason kidd and i don't think jason kidd's that good of a coach i think rick carlisle was a much superior coach um yep. so i don't see dallas really finishing much better than they did last year so i just don't think luca's i'm, I'm kind of surprised that he still has the same odds unless he makes a big a huge jump which I just don't foresee. He's already so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know where that jump takes you. What, like 32 points a game, like 12 assists a game? And like, yeah, like he's yeah, already I mean, playing like prime MVP numbers. It's just he needs to get yeah. a little bit more wins. Um, yeah, so wins, I, yeah. if I could do like, I mean, now that we're not like doing a bet on this or anything, but if I, yeah, if, if Joel Embiid was playing and he wasn't injured, I would have him. But um, if he gets her or all that, I think Stephen Curry actually. And I, I'm surprised mm. you took Harden over KD. That's a good explanation for it. I guess KD will probably have like missed like 20, 30 games too. So it's like, you got to consider that while well, Harden's usually pretty healthy. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Steph Curry, because he was actually like in the MVP conversation last year and they were like yeah. an eight seed. And I definitely think they're going to get a much point. higher seed this year. And if he was already in the MVP conversation, he'll probably still have to carry that team until Clay comes back. And then even when Clay comes back, you never know how he's going to be. And I think that Steph will put up just massive numbers again. Um, so I really think that like he's he's already got the narrative. The narrative part is like half the battle. Then stats mm-hmm. go and wins. And he's already got the narrative part because he's everyone's golden child. Um, yeah. So I think that just helps him a lot. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, you're right. He was in the MVP race and they didn't even end up making the playoffs. So that's a good point. Even right. if they finish like five or five, four or five, he's got really right. good chances. And they have a better team, right? Wiseman second year, you think he's going to get better. You know, they got Otto Porter, which, you know, not coming off the best year, but at the same time, like Otto Porter on your bench, that's good. Yeah. You know, another year right. of Wiggins there. Yeah, that's that's a good pick. Yeah. I also, Dark Horse, and two Dark Horses is Paul George. I'm surprised he's not even on this, like, top. I mean, we talked about this, but, like, I love yeah. the odds on Paul George at 3,000. Like, 11th yeah. highest odds for someone who in the playoffs, if he played that way in the playoffs during the regular season, he's winning MVP in it, and then, like, in a easy, like, the way he carried that a Clippers team without – um Kawhi and also mm-hmm. Trey Young if the Hawks with yep. with Phillies with Ben Simmons not playing maybe Philly drops a couple spots if KD or Harden um lose out like the the East is kind of I think I can Atlanta can jump to like a two or three seed and then Trey Young will obviously be like heavy MVP con- conversation if Atlanta's that high of a seed yeah Trey was actually my sleeper too because I think like you said I think Atlanta I could see be getting like the third seed like I don't know if I necessarily I don't know if I see them beating a team like Philly again in the playoffs or beating like Miami in the playoffs, but I could definitely see them getting third in the, mm-hmm. you know in the regular right. season. Right. So then, and he can get the numbers for sure. The question is, how, I guess, how important is the defense, right? Yeah. In MVP voting, I don't know how much it is. Like that's, we really I mean, haven't. Jokic just so won. Well, but Jokic isn't like a terrible defender. Yeah. I think Jokic is like this weird narrative, but like he's and he's by far he's not a good defender, obviously. But he's not like that bad. Like, he's not he, like he, a he, negative defender where he's like completely exposing your yeah. team. Like he is really good hands. He positions himself really well. Like takes good angles. Like that helps him a lot. Obviously not super athletic, but Trey is just bad. Like Trey is <laughs> really bad. So I'm curious how like I don't know how much of an impact it really makes because I feel like it's obviously more offensive related. So it'll be interesting to see. But Trey is one of my sleepers too. I like good. that. I like that. Good one. Cool. Um, moving on to rookie of the year. I think I'll go first on this one. I think it's going to be Cade. I think it's no doubt about it. Um, I'm going to be surprised if you did disagree, but um, I think Cade can do assists, rebounds, points. And I think MVP, like you just look at the past and the rookie of the year awards. Oh, it's always just whoever has the most um, points plus assists plus rebounds. Um, and I think Cade's the most fit for that. What do you think? You will be surprised. I'm going Jalen Green. Oh man. Wow. I just think he's going to come in and I think he's going to be the best core out of all the rookies in the draft. I'm pretty confident in saying that. I could see him hit 20. Whoa, 20 his rookie season? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I mean, a bad team, a lot of garbage. Oh, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, he's got got the green light in Houston. It's just him him and, I mean, John, I don't know what's going to happen with John Wall. I don't expect him to really play this year for them. So he's going to have the green light in Houston. And, yeah, I mean, Cade obviously is probably better but I just think there's actually more guys on the team that'll take, you know, maybe usage away, take points away, you know, just take the ball away from him. Cause you got obviously Jeremy Grant's a really good player. Then you got like Isaiah Stewart, who was good as rookie year. You have, 
Um, Sadiq Bey, who's also there. Like, you have some guys there, Killian Hayes, who didn't have a good rookie year, but expect, I expect him to bounce back. So you have a lot of young guys there. So I don't think Cade's going to get the same green light and usage that Jalen Green will have, and that's why I think Jalen Green's numbers will be too much to, like, deny, you know? So that's I'm going Jalen Green. It's just because, like, Detroit has a lot more talent around Cade versus Jalen. Jalen just being the guy. Yeah, huh. exactly. He'll just have more of a green light, more, you know, put a bigger numbers, in my opinion, that gets it done. I definitely think that Jalen will lead the rookies in points per game, but I just think Cade will be close enough in points per game where his assistance mm-hmm. rebounds will just be so much higher. Yeah. I, Detroit's going to be a lot better team for sure. Yeah. And like I, we I saw last year with yeah. uh, LaMelo winning that wins mean a little bit more nowadays, just in the narrative. I mean, maybe. I mean, LaMelo also put up just better. He was just better than yeah, but like Anthony with, Edwards. It was, if you put it down to totals instead of averages, Anthony Edwards had better numbers. I mean, that's fair. And that's a good point. Like, Anthony Edwards, I think, scored more, but LaMelo did ever. So that's that's yeah. a good point then for yeah. Kate. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I'm, that's, a good, that's a good one to watch throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, all right, this one's kind of a boring one, but I'm interested to see who you went with. Sixth man of the year. I'm going Patty Mills. I think with Kyrie out, I think Brooklyn's going to really need that third guy to, you know, for scoring. I think Patty Mills, he's a flamethrower. And I think he's going to really come off the bench, play major minutes for San Antonio because they're going to need it. They're not San Antonio. Wow. He's been there for so long. <laughs> but, uh, for Brooklyn. And I think he's going to do wonders for him. It's kind of the third offensive scoring guy or creator. Yeah, so I'm that's going awesome. Patty Mills. Yeah. Um, do you think he'll end up starting? No, I don't think so. I think they're going to end up starting Harden at the point, and then you have Joe Harris, you have Katie, obviously, and then you have Blake Griffin. I think they're going to start Blake Griffin Okay. at the five, and then they're going to start um, Bruce Brown, I would expect to. Interesting. That's I don't I know. Think. I feel like I feel like they're going to end up I, – I wanted to pick Patty, but I just feel like he's going to start too much for some reason. I know he's, like, always been, like, that role. He's a bench guy. Yeah. Right. But uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. That's a good pick. I mean, it probably. I mean, if I had to guess, it'll probably be Jordan Clarkson again. But um, mm-hmm. just because his role, like literally, he's like just go yeah. in and score as many points as you can, and don't worry about anything else. Um, yeah. but I think I'm gonna go with, and this is this is honestly, I don't know who's gonna be end up starting, but I think I'm gonna go with Lori Markkinen. Interesting. If they end up, if the Cavs end up starting a Coro, I think Lori Markkinen can be a. I mean, odds-wise, I love that because he's not even top 15 in odds right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. But, it, he, I mean, I don't think he can start. I don't think he can start as a small forward in this league. And they're not going to put him in over Evan Mobley. Unless you start Mobley, at the, like, defensively, unless you put Mobley at the three. You can put Mobley at the three? Yeah, Mobley would be better suited for the three than Markkinen. Yeah, definitely. But, wow. That would be... That's the only way you can start him, right? Yeah, yeah. But... I, I just don't you. know if I that think works. He's coming, off the bench. <laughs> he's coming off the bench. I agree. Yeah, which I think he'd be a great six man. Like Ricky Rubio, just playing the pick and roll yeah. with him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So you Kevin Love's got a chance there? No. Kevin Love is trash. Okay. Short <laughs> answer. So we got defensive player of the year. Who you Sir, got? Um, I got Rudy Gobert. I think it's just gonna be him repeating again. <laughs> he's the best defender in the NBA by a long shot, I think. I agree with you there, but do you think at some point the fatigue has to come? How many years has it been now in a row? Has it been three or four? I mean, he's split it with Draymond a bit. Let me see. Um, it, it's got to be at least three years at this point. 
he won in 2017 to 2018. He won in 18, 19, and he just won. So he skipped a couple of years. I forgot who won between well, them, but he's won. It's saying he's won three of the last four years. Yeah. So I feel like there has to be some fatigue at some point, right? Like yeah. picking the same guy. But who else? Like it's not going to be Ben. It would have Ben was probably what second place last year. Ben um, was close, yeah. Do you think it'll be Draymond? There's still fatigue. If the fatigue thing is a thing, it's not going to be Draymond either. I'm thinking, yeah, maybe I'll go Bam because I think Miami's going to be a fierce defensive team this yeah, year. Yeah, I like Kyle, Bam. You got PJ Tucker, you got Butler, obviously. And then Bam being like a man in the middle. I think they're just going to have an elite defensive team and Bam will be like the guy that people kind of Do you think at. that helps him or hurts him, the fact that they just have like an insane defensive team and it's like all these guys can defend and or helps in that, like the best defensive team in the NBA and he's the anchor of it? I feel like it's the latter, right? Because okay. you're not going to win defensive player of the year if your team is maybe like average defensively. Yeah. And if you have like the best defensive team and you're like the anchor, like Utah is always pretty elite defensively. And Gobert, I mean, Gobert is probably the biggest reason, but he's the anchor of the team, right? And that allows, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I would say it probably works in his favor. I mean, it, it's better. He's better off having like Butler and PJ Tucker around him than like Colin Sexton and, and Darius Garland. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. The, the, that's one reason why Jared Allen isn't really in the running on the odds on this one. He's oh, a great protector, but he's like, an amazing. That's a good point. Yeah. Wow. You know, but I mean, all these, I mean, Rudy is just like the best rim protector we've ever seen in a long, yeah, long, long time. The other guys like Giannis, Bam, AD, Joel, B, Ben Simmons, they all can like do a lot more than just rim protect, like in terms yeah. of defense. And I think that's what it takes too. Yeah. I mean, if I had to put money on it, I would probably still put money on Rudy Gobert. Right, right. I'm just banking on there being some fatigue yeah. and someone just wants to change and is so tired of Rudy Gobert. Maybe even Miles Turner. I mean, Miles Turner, when he was healthy last year, was That's, like yeah. his rim, rim protection numbers were insane. Like, I mean, they were better than Rudy Gobert. They were insane. Really good, yeah. Um, but he just got hurt. And then, I don't know, he was like, I remember him tweeting. He was so salty he didn't win it. I was like, bro, you were like, you missed half the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's a good like he, i would probably list him as like I, I would have a top three tier of like gobert bam and miles turner he would be up for rim protection or defense for like defensive player of the year obviously. you're not putting ben on that or just because ben's not playing i just don't know when ben's gonna play <laughs> yeah um like, sweet i can't put ben on anything yeah i mean i don't blame you there it's so hard to like even make our any of these predictions for philly or brooklyn <laughs> um all right most improved player who do you got this this is always a really hard one. I'm going, man. The Cav in me, man. I'm going Darius. Yes, I think he's, yes. I think it's really on. I'm between Darius Garland and Kevin Porter Jr. So like two kind of you know, so two calf connections obviously. But I think Garland's just gonna have a breakout year. I think we both saw at the end of last year he really like turned it up. He had that yeah. big game against San Antonio, the 37 pointer, and I think I think really having guys around him. I think shooting is a big thing. So I think around him. So I think Sexton's going to hopefully become a better three-point shooter, shooter, which helps him. Okoro needs to take a jump yeah. in three-point shooting. So if he can get in Markin and Kevin Love, I think if they're able to play minutes, that'll help both Sexton and in my opinion, like tenfold, having guys around them that can shoot. Because I think being a guard in this league and not having shooting around you is really difficult. Yeah. So I think Garland, now that he has some more of it, he'll especially with his passing ability, which is tremendous, as we've both seen. Uh, I think he'll take that jump, and I think he's got a, re- a really good chance for it. Yes, sir. Love that. I mean, I had Darius growing too. I think he can average around like eight to nine assists this year. Um, oh, yeah. I think if he can get his three point shooting just more consistent, like then he'll get yeah. it. Um, he needs to knock down all those open shots. 
that mm-hmm. he missed a lot of them last year. I mean, he's like his shot is just like you can see the difference. He had it in college, but you can just see it improve every year, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, I think I could definitely see him for it. But because you chose Darius, I'll choose someone else. I'm gonna go with OG from Toronto. Mm, that's a good one. Um, yeah. I mean, he's I mean, even with Pascal out, like to start the season, he's gonna be the guy. He's just so good on both ends of the floor. Um, and now, like, I mean, it's pretty much like he's going to be the person that they go to at the end of the game with a meaning a bucket, him and Fred Van Vliet. Um, and I think OG's just like everyone, everyone in Toronto is just talking about how he's making the jump. He's like impressed throughout training cramp and everything. And I mean, I could, I could see him if he becomes like, he, he fills up the stat sheet and if he becomes like a 15, 7, 16 point score like, consistently, um, I could see him being being most improved. Really good defender. He was my pick last year. I don't know if you remember, but he was my pick last year. So oh, yeah, con- maybe I was just a year too early. Yeah, I remember you picked him and then the contract got signed. You're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> that, that was literally the reason why I was like, well, super talented, obviously. He's going to make the jump in contract year. And, <laughs> and yeah. Who yeah? Who's in a good? Who's in a big contract year? I don't think it'll be Colin Sexton because I don't think he has like the room to really put that much more on the stat sheet. Um, It'd be more so in the other parts of the game where you don't see the box, right? Yeah, exactly. Like defense, which, which the award doesn't really award. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Last one. Coach of the year. I'll give this one to you first. Uh, I'm gonna go with Steve Nash. I think without Kyrie, that narrative helps them, and I think they're gonna be the number one seed in the East. So, I think that just it's gonna be. That's just an easy pick for Steve Nash. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I would think Steve Nash too, but to be different, I'm going to go Billy Donovan. I think people Whoa. see a lot of holes in Chicago, rightfully so, a lot of holes there. But I think if I think Billy Donovan's a good coach. Yes. And, you know, if he can make it work with the pieces they have, I, if they can even get to like a five or four seed, I think he's going to – I mean, they have a lot of talent, granted, but I think they have a ton of holes which people recognize. So, if he can get up to four or five, I think he's going to start – he's going to get some buzz going for himself. So I, I like that thing. I'm surprised he didn't go Nate McMillan because, I mean, when he took over last year, they were, yeah. like, playing as good as, like, a two-seed or a three-seed. I forgot the number. Really um, good, yeah. And then they brought everybody back. Like, they just had an amazing run, all this chemistry. Like, I feel like if Atlanta gets a top seed, he's probably going to be coach of the year. So – yeah, I don't know. Maybe between That's Steve Nash one. and Nate. I like the odds on Nate McMillan at plus 1,400. I like him too, yeah. Even um, Steve Kerr's not a bad pick. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, that's, our, that's all the awards. I don't think we forgot any. I don't know if we wanted to do, like, scoring champ. Nah. <laughs> cool. So, I mean, let's get to it. I mean, season's tomorrow. We got <laughs> pretty much everyone playing tomorrow. I have. I, what's up? We got a lot tomorrow. We got a lot tomorrow. Yeah, big day for the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we got two games only, right? Is there more than two? Well, I mean, yeah, but it's two big games, man. Yeah, yeah. I think whoever's playing tomorrow is. I mean, tomorrow might be a good uh, semi or conference finals pre- preview. I could see it in the East. We'll see. We'll see about that in the West. Agreed. Agreed. So. Yeah, let's my Eastern Conference is Nets over Bucks for Eastern Conference Finals. I predict that. Um, I don't know if you had if you know what you think is gonna happen there. I would go Bucks over Nets. Oh I think, well, just because I think when they when they played out, I mean obviously KD was there, but like Harden was not a hundred percent. And Kyrie's I'm 
I'm going by this. I'm assuming Kyrie's not going to be there. That's my, if Kyrie's there for sure, I'm going that's, but I'm, my assumption is right now, Kyrie's not playing. So, and I just think the way the Bucks played in that series compared to like how they played against Phoenix and Atlanta, like Brooklyn isn't this defensive juggernaut, but the Bucks were so bad on offense. Like Drew Holiday was horrible. Chris Middleton did not play well. So assuming they just play their normal selves, I think Bucks pretty handily beat the Nets in like six or so. I think you're underrating Kevin Durant's defense. I mean, one guy. Right, but I mean, okay. yeah. Um, but they're I do think... They're not a good defensive team in total. Like, yeah, they're so not. they're not like Hawks. They they're not well. like Trey Young bad or like Cavs bad. <laughs> but uh, um, I don't know. They, they, they were like one little inch on Kevin Durant's foot away from being eliminated by a team with just Kevin Durant. Well, but that's what I'm saying. The Bucks played so poorly on offense, dude. Like, but you, then you, you add it, you add a top like three, and... top three, top five NBA player to that team that like was one inch away from being them. You had an MVP player in James Harden. Your pick for MVP. I just think the Bucks get a lot better. I just think the Bucks are going to play a lot better than what they did, and we don't need to dive too much into the analysis because this matchup is months and months away. <laughs> but I just think, I just think. Milwaukee played so down on offense that series that I would expect a much better performance from Middleton, from Holiday, and obviously Giannis. So that's that's enough for me. Yeah, I mean, well, getting Divincenzo back is a big thing in my eyes as well. Definitely, and Grayson yeah, Allen as well. So he's I, really good. So I think, yeah. So I like that Grayson Allen signing. He fits the Bucks vibe. He got paid today, two years. 10 million. Oh, really? How much you get? Yeah. Two years, ten million. Ten. Yeah. Wow, what a good a good signing for John. Or I don't even know signing. who the GM is anymore. Or maybe it was two twenty. It was either two ten or two twenty. That's a big difference. Something <laughs> like that. It's, it is a big difference. <laughs> uh, so somewhere between five and ten. <laughs> what do you have for the Western Conference Finals? I got. I think the Lakers for sure. I just don't see another team out west that really like. I don't know that I have a lot of belief in outside of the Lakers. I just think the Lakers have so much more talent than really any team out, out there in the West. And then I'm just going to go Phoenix. Like Phoenix. Said, oh, wow. Like, Interesting. I just, I don't trust, I don't trust Golden State yet. I don't know how Clay's going to look. I don't trust, you know, Denver entirely because Jamal Murray, I don't know how he's going to look. Kawhi, don't think plays. Right. So it's just, you kind of go through all the Utah. I just don't, Trust. I just don't think Utah is good enough. So you kind of go through all these teams, and at least like Phoenix, we just saw they went to the finals. They're going to bring back their entire core, basically. So I'm I'm thinking Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I mean, consistency helps so much, and they're running it back. I don't even know. I, I'm assuming who what changed? They got Javale McGee, right? Um, <laughs> they didn't really lose anyone. At least I can't. Yeah, they resigned campaign to a location, really good deal. Yeah, yeah they did. Um, Three years, like twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as honestly, I just don't think Chris Paul. I think I don't know if Chris Paul can last another season. I mean, we got lucky that he You're had COVID. The one who's always been on the Chris Paul. Oh, hundred percent. But he yeah. always just gets hurt at the end of the season. Like he always just can't last. Oh, he can yeah. never. He can never. And we got. I don't know if it's, I can. I can't see it happening again. Like I mean, I mean I feel, we got to the finals last year. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like we got. We, we pressed our luck. <laughs> Who's um, we? Are you are you a Phoenix fan? I mean, who couldn't root for Phoenix last year? <laughs> I wasn't rooting for Phoenix. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, you know my guy. I mean, I'm happy for the Bucks and their injury look, but 
<laughs> that's a story for another day. Um, the Western Conference Finals, I got the Lakers over the Mavericks. Like you said. The Mavericks. Yeah. Like wow. you said, there's no team in the West that's really going to like, oof, like I'm the best. So like that's when I feel Luka can really take advantage of that. Like you saw him like one game away from beating the Clippers. They just ran out of gas. If Kristaps has like a bounce back year, it's definitely needed. Um, I forgot what else, what other move they made. Maybe they did they not add anybody. Dang, they re-signed but, Tim Hardaway to a big contract. Yeah, I mean they got and they didn't make any they other got major Moses, moves. They traded Josh Richardson from like Moses Brown. Moses Brown, which I mean is fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's he's not even the, he's like the third center on the team. Like they had Dwight Powell's going to start, and then you got um, Willie Cauley Stein. I mean I think Moses Brown can be the best I mean, out of that. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean I would not rule it out that Moses Brown gets above Dwight. Dwight Powell hasn't looked great since he came back from his Achilles. Yeah. So. Former Cav. <laughs> So then who you got? You got you got Dallas over over LA? No, I got the Lakers over LA. No. I just I don't think the Lakers are gonna be that good, but I just they're just too much, yeah. they're too, too talented compared to everybody else, I feel. If they were in the East, like I I feel like they might you could make a case they're kind of in the middle. I mean not middle of the pack, but like definitely a tier below the elites in the East. Dude, right? I would probably put them as a five seed in the East. And I honestly had them as the one seed in the West. I mean I don't know if I have the – I think they're the best. I think they'll be the best team in the West. I don't know if they'll be the one seed in the West. But, yeah, I mean, five seed, six seed in the East, no arguments for me. That's crazy. And what the tide – the tides it, have turned. It's just who who in the West really – with the Clippers not having Kawhi, who in the West really, like, scares you? Yeah. Outside of the Lakers. I mean – and even then, the Lakers just have a lot of talent. Who knows how it's going to are you are you telling me that this is not the year that the Minnesota Timberwolves finally go off and it all works out and they finally figure out their stride and they make noise in the playoffs? Do you think they'll make the playoffs? That's like, no. I mean, that's a legitimate question. <laughs> I don't. Well, so I was doing my standings before we just got on and I was like, so I got Lakers, Mavs, Warriors, Jazz, Suns, Clippers, Nuggets, Blazers. And I don't see that Timberwolves bouncing any of those teams out. Yeah, the only team I could I could see bouncing any of those teams out would be the Grizzlies, the Pelicans. Maybe if Zion was healthy, um, but we don't even know if Zion's going to play until yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Um, and I don't see the Thunder and doing it. The Pelicans got worse. They lost. They lost Lonzo and they brought right. in Grant. Like they got worse. So I'm not even thinking about the Pelicans. It's so like the only one is really the Grizzlies. It's like I'm. I'm not going to choose. I'm going to choose the Blazers over the Grizzlies. Yo, for sure. Even though the Blazers, yeah. like that's ridiculous. The Blazers literally saw that team last year, and they're like, "Let's run it back with the new coach. That'll fix it." Like that's the Blazers got they got better. I mean, they got Larry Nance, but Larry Nance isn't Which changing. He, I, I mean, he was. Then I don't know. You're just underrating Larry Nance. He solves a. I mean, he's a big. He's not even going to start. For him. That doesn't matter. Like you're telling me, you're telling me a backup guy is going to win three more games against the Nuggets. Like they were so far away. They weren't like if it was like, oh man, they lost in game seven of the Nuggets, like okay, like running well, back with a new yeah, coach yeah. is fine. They were not even close. No, no, I get that. But to put them eight in the West. I mean, what were they last year? They were like six. I don't know if the, I, I just think they got better. I don't think they got worse. <sighs> yeah, but look, they got they if they're the same, the Lakers were a seven seed last year, right? They're gonna be better. The Warriors were a nine seed last year. They're going to be better. So that, that just jumps them, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a fair point. The, the West just has a lot of those teams that are like, yeah, like not in that elite tier, but just a lot of those middling, like good teams, I guess. And Portland probably fits in there. Yeah. 
Any chance Sacramento breaks the streak? You think this year? <laughs> Dude, I tried to make a case for them, but man, I just they're they just don't have a good team built. Like there's they're also running it back. I mean, I like Davian Mitchell. They have a lot of guard depth. They can really put in a lot of fun lineups now with Davian Mitchell's defense and Buddy Hill shooting. But like they don't have like Darren Fox is their ceiling, and his ceiling is an eight seed in the NBA. I think as your best player. Kings will take that. They will take an eight seed. Right, right. Doesn't look I mean, like they're good. I love the, the way Kings. out of unless they trade for Ben. I don't see a way out of it. They should trade for Ben. I would love that they trade for Ben. I love the Kings. I hope I hope them success. I love the owner. I think they do a great job, but man, I think they need to they need to they need to get to the playoffs, Ben. It's been a long time. Um okay, now before we give our finals champion pick, I want to do this with you. We each just rattle off questions about the NBA season that we're thinking like it can be simple yes or no's it can be simple like name a team name a player and then just we can each give our gut reaction to it all right well I'll go first okay will Ben Simmons play a game for Philly this year no you okay I'm gonna say yes okay I like it I like it um I was going to ask you if the Timberwolves are going to make the playoffs. So instead, I'll say... You made a kid, yeah. Yeah. Does D'Angelo Russell finish the season as a Timberwolf? Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. I'm going to say... I'm going to say yes. Oh, wow. You? I'm going to say no. And I'll give a quick explanation because if they don't... If they're bad in the All-Star break then they're going to have to, they have to just do something to get rid of him. Like there's no point of running that back again the next year, but I just yeah. don't know what value you get for him. Like how that, I, I, it's not a good contract and yeah. his buddies with Carl, you don't want to like make cat mad, you know? Yeah. I don't um, know. Unless you're getting Ben, like. Yeah. Your turn. If you have any. <laughs> well, I guess. I mean, do you buy Golden State as a legitimate contender this year? Yes, I do. If Clay is back and healthy. Well, that's the part of the. I mean, that's the big part of the question. Clay, right. right? Right. Well, okay. So if Clay was back and healthy, you would you would think yes. Yeah, I mean, because we've seen what that big three does when they're all healthy. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm just betting on doctors' reports. Then it seems like he's in good shape to be able to come back. I mean, obviously, he won't be the same guy he always was, but. That just like Clay's presence helps stuff so much because just st- like the defensive ability of Clay to guard the opponent's best guard just helps Steph so much, brings his energy and just like creates so much space. You can't double team Steph when you have Clay wide open in the corner. It just mm-hmm. helps so much. Yeah, I, I go back and forth on this one. I I don't know. I part. I mean. I think yes, just because of exactly what you outlined, right? Like it makes complete sense. You you bring another slash brother, and make it, it makes things easier on Steph. Also, Clay, elite defender, so that helps as well. The con is, I guess, I mean we've seen the big three work, but it's a big jump to go from not making the playoffs. Like you add one guy who's coming off like an ACL tear and an Achilles, so two of the the two most major surgeries yeah. for a basketball player. And they're asking for him to be the difference between not getting in the playoffs and being, you know, a contender, a contender for a championship. That's a, good, that's a very good point. So it's, it, I go back and forth though on it. I don't know, you know, yeah. right now I'm thinking no, but I wouldn't be surprised either way. Wow. Huh. Yeah. 
Is this is this Pop's last season in the NBA? I will say no, but I'm entirely guess. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. I feel like the Spurs aren't gonna make the playoffs this year, and I think it's just like like I don't know if he wants to go through a full rebuild. I mean, I just they're kind of stuck. Yeah, in my opinion. dark horse MVP, dark horse uh, most improved, Derek White. Interesting. Not Deontay Murray. Uh, I feel like we've seen. Like, I feel like Deontay Murray is just going to do what he did last season. I don't think he's going to get any better. Like, I don't know. I like him. He's a good player, but I don't think he can be that guy. All right. And then Damian Lillard. Does he stay in Portland for the rest of the year, or does he get traded? That's the other big trade. I must say, yeah, I can't see it being a mid-season trade with Dame. I agree. All right, and then Bradley Beal. Ooh, honest, I could see Beal being traded at the deadline. Honestly, I could see it. I'm gonna agree. With, I think this is it for Beal because they're not gonna be a good team. Right, and I think at, at that point he's just gonna like have a good conversation with them and be like, okay, let's just trade me. Yeah, and I think it could be like Philly. I think it could be Atlanta. A lot Atlanta. of teams. You know, Atlanta should consider putting together like DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, a first round, like a package of really, like those guys are not just like, oh, they could be good one day. These guys are good now. Good like, young guys, yeah. Like, and like first, like, I feel Collins. like that's a good package. Yeah, maybe even John Collins, like, fuck. And then you get, you still get Trey, you get Kevin Herter, you get like a still a good core. Um, around them like capella that's a good team like that then you then the then the hawks actually are t- real title contenders but a backcourt of Trey and beal is a little concerning defensively Beal used to be good defensively maybe he just needs to be like in on a winning team and maybe he'll yeah. click it back yeah oh I man him and john wall were so fun to watch together man they were good and it's it. crazy they're, i mean but it's just the east was the east wasn't even that strong but still their ceiling was so you know they what won one playoff series together. Like yeah. All right, last one, and then we'll go to the finals predictions, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, I gotta ask this one. Obviously, do the Cavs make the playoffs? Slash, if no, do they make the play in? You know, I'm, when I go down the list of teams in the <laughs> East, I don't see them overtaking any of them for a playoff spot. Right. Play in, obviously, I think is the goal, and I think tenth is more realistic than ninth. But I think even to make it to 10, it's it's hard because you I mean, if you just look at who you got to overtake, I mean you got Philly, they're not gonna overtake. You got you know, Brook I mean the locks are Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Miami, Boston. I think those six, the Cavs just have zero chance of overtaking those six, right? Yeah. And then you add in um Chicago. New York. New York, Chicago. I think both of them will be better. I think than the Charlotte will be a lot better with Lamelo's second year jump. I agree, Charlotte, and then you have Indiana, who's going to get Rick Carlisle with a with a pretty good team. Pretty good team for Rick. Like that's a playoff team. Like that's a that's a pretty good team. Wow, they might be a they I may just, be a top eight seed. Yeah, I I just don't like that's ten. I and then you have Toronto. You have Toronto, who has oh, good yeah. roster. Nick Nurse. You don't like Nick Nurse? No, no, but no, that's what I'm saying. Nick Nurse, like, oh, that's yeah. Positive. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Wow. I mean, Probably yeah, like, it would be betting. It would literally be Toronto or Cleveland because you look at the East, only two I named teams, 10 teams are. Without Toronto. What's up? 
already named 10 teams without Toronto. Yeah. Well, That's you look at the saying. East, and only two teams are tanking, Orlando and Detroit. I mean, Cleveland, kind of, I guess. They're, they want to go to the playoffs, but they're just not good. <laughs> yeah. um, other fan bases probably do think the Cavs are tanking, but I don't think they are tanking. They're not. Um, they're trying to win. There could be a case that the Wizards are tanking, but that's just because they don't have any talent around Bradley Beal. Um, but you look at the West, and you have, like, the yeah. Spurs, the Kings, the Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Rockets. All those are kind of, like, they'd be fine with the getting. They'd be fine for going to number one overall. <laughs> Even the Pelicans you could throw yeah. in there. Yeah. I, yeah, I think the Cavs will probably end up like 11th in the West. I actually think I agree. They would actually have a better chance of making it. That's crazy. The, the narrative has switched. Yeah. Man, dude, if the Cavs you? don't make the play in, that's just, you got to fire Kobe. You got to fire JB. You got to, like, that's just embarrassing. I mean, but again, we just went through the teams. Yeah, but still, like, what's, the, what's the point of rebuilding? You have four top five picks on this, like, you have four top five picks and then a guy who has a max contract. Oh, sorry. Sex and top eight. Okay, so four, three top five picks, one top eight pick, and a guy on a max, a center on a max contract. And you can't even make it a tenth seed. And you're All trying. Right, you're not thinking. Not on a max contract, man. You got it. You got Okay, he's on a he's on twenty five million a year contract. He's twenty. Are you All not right. going to say one factual thing in this All conversation? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Twenty five and twenty is a big. A difference. center with one of the biggest free agent contracts that we've got had All this right. offseason. All right, fine. Like, what's the point of it all if you're not even going to be attending to the third year together? Like, I mean, I I agree, but at the same time, you just have to be patient. Like, look, <laughs> you're not going to blow it up. But if you're going to be patient, what they want, one day you become a six seed. <laughs> like, what's going to be the difference in this year and next year? Did you see year? what Jared Allen said in the offseason? He was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, in like three, four years, I envision like us being competing for four or five seasons. Like realistically, without a guy like LeBron James, that's that's realistically the goal. Yeah, right. I mean, the Bucks were a three I, seed. I'll take a four you have, seed. Unless you have a superstar, you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not gonna. I mean, that's the goal without a superstar. Yeah, you guys gotta. We gotta hope to trade Colin, Darius, and Coro for like a disgruntled superstar, like three years down the line, or something like that. Something to package a bunch of people together to get. Maybe Mobley's that guy. Maybe Garland's that guy. Hopefully, one of them can be the guy. I mean probably odds are Mobley can be that guy it's not Garland um, what it won't Garland can't be that guy right Garland exactly can be a guy right. not that guy. exactly um so yeah that uh, like just Mobley's with his talent and his raw ability yeah. like he has the best, biggest odds to do it but he also could be a complete bust and like I don't think he will be yep. but he also could be okay. one <laughs> yeah. if he is one like if he's just really bad this year like you just gotta you gotta fire Kobe yeah I mean, I don't think people want to listen to us talking about the Cavs. We can. Uh, I think. We, I we, think we, we can go back to the broader NBA landscape. I think fifty percent of our fan base is actually Cavs fans. Well, that's a depressed group of fans looking to <laughs> pod them. Yeah. But Sweet man. NBA well, Finals. Yeah. So we got oh, yeah. NBA Finals. It was Lakers and Nets for you, which would be amazing storylines. Oh my god. Even more so if Kyrie was playing. Oh my god. And then we got. Bucks and Lakers for myself. Go ahead. I think. Well, all right. For me, I think I think Bucks repeat. I think they're only going to get better. I saw this. I don't know if you saw. I saw this preseason clips of Giannis just putting up some mid range, putting up some threes, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, this guy's going to work him in the gym." So I'm, unlike Ben, Simmons. I'm going. I'm going Bucks for the repeat with Giannis obviously <laughs> repeating as the Finals MVP. 
Wow. I mean, I can't complain. I don't, I, I, I'm, I'd be shocked if the Lakers won it all this season. Like that roster construction is very interesting. And yeah. one guy gets hurt and there's just at one shooter gets hurt and they're absolutely screwed. By one shooter, you mean their only shooter gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. Like they act like uh, what Wayne Ellington is, as he's still, as he on the one on the team, they act like he's like still like in his prime. There's more Wayne Ellington. Oh God. Ariza. oh God. And we saw how bad Ariza was on the heat. Ariza was year, so right? bad. Yeah. I could see it happening. Um, so you got the Nets then? I got the Nets winning in six over the Lakers. I just think the Nets are so talented. They match up well against the Lakers. I don't think the Lakers can stop them. And I think the Nets are just so well coached. They're so well disciplined. They have, and it's not just Kevin Durant and Harden. Like Joe Harris is awesome. Patty Mills is awesome. Um, Blake Griffin honestly played really well, but I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. really, but like they, Cam Thomas, if he can be like a good six man and start and putting up like 11, 12 points a game off the bench, like, that's really good how you get out of the 20 he was 24th overall pick or something so yeah i think the nets are gonna win i mean unless even if one of them gets hurt like even if harding gets hurt like the nets are still they still have a really good chance of beating the bucks so no they did they they what do you mean no they almost did it last year but i already told you oh my god don't don't, you can't just say no There's there's no way they're not gonna win. With oh two of them, they have a chance with one zero chance they're not winning. Honestly, if it was Lakers, Bucks, I could honestly see the Lakers winning. But um they match, maybe they match up well. Yeah. A D on yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just yeah. I just don't trust Westbrook in the finals. Like I don't know if that's a bad take, but man, I I would not trust him to play well in the finals. Give me Westbrook over Schroeder any day. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, man, the, the the videos of Giannis shooting that'd be in, if, if the league is over if he can start shooting like that. Wrap. Um, I gotta give a shout out to the Stephen A. Smith burner account because the first video under that video was a. Uh, <laughs> it said Ben Simmons is like, and it was it was a Stephen A. Smith and being like, how does he do that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that account so much. I never so misses. Back on Twitter. <laughs> never misses. Oh man. Well, yeah. Sweet. Should be a fun NBA season. We will be here with you throughout, probably recording at least once a month. So, yeah, be on the lookout for more podcasts from us, your favorite your favorite podcast duo. <laughs> your fan questions. Yes, yeah, submit your fan questions as Doc is begging you to. He really needs them. But as always, this has been Outside the Zone. Peace.